Outstretch out. Oh god, it's in the danger zone. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Ooh, sorry. No, sorry. We're sorry we're laughing. It's just that was bad timing. Sorry about that. And uh, good day everyone. Uh, welcome to another edition of the BIHA podcast. Nick, it's been a while. How are you doing? I am good, thank you, Rambo. Yourself? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, how are you enjoying uh, being back in the old slog after uh, a little bit of a Christmas break and well in the swing of things now? I'm I'm wishing this mysterious fixture secretary would like I don't know maybe not clump the games as much and spread them out a little bit more. I wonder, I wonder who he is. Yeah, I'll have a word with that guy. I know him. I know him. Um, so uh, yeah, he's <laughs> got a lot to answer for. Put it that way. Yeah, um, the uh, we're uh, obviously we're a lot a lot of stuffs happening in the BIH at the moment. Where the seasons in. In full swing at the moment, just starting to get a picture of who might and might not make the playoffs um, for their respective divisions. We're, uh, we've just had GBU have their last warm-up game, their send-off game, before they, uh, before they go to Wugs. Um, and then we're, we're flying into national season, so and, and varsity season for that matter as well. So uh, and let's The most start. wonderful time of the year. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Um, except the off season, uh, so <laughs> um, but um, let's let's start with GBU uh, going away to to uh, the World University Games or WOGS as uh, as Simon particularly likes to call it. Um, I mean, they're going to have an uphill task on the rink, but I mean, what an experience for the guys. Yeah, exactly. I, I think at the end of the day, most of these are pretty. Uh, straightforward guys who, who are, are pretty realistic about obviously their expectations and what they're going for, but um, like what an opportunity! Like I think if both me and you had potentially I don't know started hockey a lot sooner and played for a lot longer and were a hell of a lot better, um, we would have jumped at the chance to go to something like this. So um, I think even you're looking at these these guys who are playing at a fairly decent standard in the UK or Scotland or wherever they're playing or further afield. They're certainly pretty excited for the opportunity and the high-class opposition that they're playing against. And certainly, uh, I can't remember what channel I was watching the other day, but I saw an advert for the um, uh, for Wugs and uh, kind of looked at it and was like, "Wow, that's pretty um, that's pretty cool." I'm thinking it might be on Eurosport actually. Um, that is correct. They they certainly they put I think uh, GB against Russia or something like that on a couple yeah. a couple of Wugs ago anyway. Uh, I mean. At least you got something else, Rambo, which remind me later, I got something else to do with to talk to about Wugs and live streaming. So we'll we'll, we'll circle back around, but I'll let you we'll, we'll carry on. Okay. Um but going on to uh yeah, talking about um if we had started earlier, I started playing when I was five, Nick. So I am not sure it's it's I would have been maybe good enough, maybe just not quite as fond of the grub um and the Guinness that I might have might have had a chance. To make the GB team one, the GBU team, 
but that would uh, it would have been a different path and you know I don't want to lie on my deathbed and uh, wish I had a, had an extra Guinness in my life so you know um, we all have our goals uh, <laughs> um, but just uh, just speaking about that Nick I mean I don't know if you've uh, you've played uh, against uh, Sheffield this year or uh, well you've not played the race certainly but you may be aware of uh, Solomon Smith who played for Sheffield yep I am indeed Yes, a very uh, loud, charismatic individual when he's playing for the Bears. Um, indeed, uh, I was at their game against St Andrews on Saturday night. Um, recording on the 18th of February, in case anyone's wondering when this this is going to. And uh, he was he was a very loud, charismatic guy, friendly and, and good banter, uh, not in a bad way. But uh, I had a chance to speak to him after the GBU uh, game, in which they, they beat the Sheffield Academy team um, five goals to one. And here he is. So I'm joined with uh, GBU's um, Solomon Smith. Uh, Solomon, um, how did you find the game today? Oh, it was an honour. First time representing Great Britain on a men's level um, for ice hockey. So yeah, um, I was very happy to be here. All the boys played exceptionally well. And yeah, I'm happy to get the win. And uh, we coined a new phrase for your shot, the uh, snappy clappy. Um, you, uh, you managed to get one home. Do you work on that regularly? Yeah, 18 inches just above the pads, just below the blocker. Um, yeah, it's a shot that I do work on. I, if you watch, I, I, I don't really shoot oh, too the high. That's Michael Solossi, by the way, Dave, if you need to edit that out. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? So the shot is... Uh, 18 inches uh, just above the pads just below the blocker um, I do work on it in training if he was watching the game I don't really shoot too high I try not to because um, obviously we want forwards to crash the net and um, with crashing the net I don't want to be hitting people in the face and stuff so yeah 18 inches is the goal Excellent that's your, that's your secret for everyone at home it was successful um, so you uh, you play a bit around this area uh, so can you tell us about how you got into hockey I uh, got into hockey when I was six years old. I saw it in a magazine in primary school, and then um, I just asked my dad, "Can I go down?" I was actually I could not skate at all. They sent me away. They said he's too bad, um, and literally they just said go public skating every single week. And I did. Two years later, I came back and I got into the team, and then obviously, yeah, it's 14 years later, yeah, we're here. Excellent, you and international level, so it shows never give up, yeah. Um, and you you play for the Sheffield Senators and for the uh, the Sheffield Bears of the BIHA. How, how do you find the difference between the league structure and the sort of the, the uni structure? Um, league structure is obviously more organised and it's more competitive because people um, pay to play at a higher level. Um, and obviously, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be selected for um, Sens. And then we're at the Bears level. Um, it's more just uni students, so it's in their free time. It's more like recreational hockey, but it's still competitive in its own right. Okay. Uh, and uh, your goal today, where does that rank on your all-time goal list for your career? <laughs> Number one, of course, a goal for my country. <laughs> yeah. Work on celebration. Yeah, it's got to work on celebration now. Yeah, yeah. I try not to celebrate because obviously it's in front of my own team, but um, don't worry, you'll see celebrations when we go out to Russia. Excellent. And if there's anyone you want to give a shout-out to that might be listening to the pod... Um, on you go. Um, thank you to everyone that supported, man. I'm happy to be here, man. Um, and without everyone helping me back home, I wouldn't be what I'm here now and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Thanks very much, Solomon. Good luck in university. Thank you. So, yep, um, for all you uh, point men out there, you got a bit of you got a bit of a tip from him um, about shooting at a certain height. Nick, you, you'll not know about shooting from the point very often, I suppose. Um, no, I don't, but quite funny story again. Just noting, obviously, when this was recorded, 
Um, I was hit in the face this weekend by a shot from the point. So, uh, yeah, uh, good advice. Mm, yeah, keep it, keep it um, at a, a reasonable height. <laughs> and uh, you also talked about uh, further afield players, and, and one of the guys that was on the is on the GB team was actually playing possibly as far afield in Canada as you could get from the UK over in uh, Vancouver Island. Um, Josh Josh Cook is his name. Um, big body likes to bang. Um, scored a scored a pretty nice goal too. Um, and so um, here was my little chat with him after the GBU Sheffield Academy game. Right, so I'm joined with uh, Josh Cook of uh, GBU Men's. Uh, Josh, you um, over here from Vancouver, uh, Vancouver Island, I think. Yes. Um, what's it like playing over there? Yeah, it's fantastic. Obviously, you know, Canada's well known for its hockey, and um, it's been. I moved over there in 2006 from England to, to pursue my hockey career, and it's been an absolutely fantastic and um, blessed to be able to play hockey. So can you tell me a bit about the, uh, the league you're playing over there? Yeah, it's called the BCIHL, so the uh, British Columbia Intercollegiate Hockey League. Uh, it consists of six teams, um, one on the or two on the island, and then uh, four surrounding Vancouver and the Okanagan area. Um, it's comprised of uh, WHL players, Junior A players, and a few Junior B players. Um, age range from 20 to 25. Nice, and uh, so you're, you're over here for uh, GBU, um, getting ready for going to university. Was it worth the plane ticket? Absolutely, yeah, that game was fantastic. Um, haven't played on English soil for a few years, and it was great to get a goal and uh, in front of the in front of the fans and uh, get the boys going. So it's fantastic. You had a lot of family watching. Were you aware of that before the the live stream went out? I, I was aware. Yeah, lots of family and friends watching, and um, they said that you called me a wrecking ball or something. So they, they quite liked that. Uh, they were having a laugh about it. So yeah, it was great to to be to be able to live stream it for sure. And so you uh, you scored what essentially was the game-winning goal in that um, in that game there. How would that rank amongst the, the other goals you scored in your career? Oh, it was a definitely a fantastic moment for sure. I mean, always scoring for your country at, at any game is a, is a, is absolutely fantastic. So I really treasure that. And um, you know, it was a, it, it, other than that goal, it was a it was a huge team performance. You know, everyone was was uh, positive and upbeat. And if mistakes were made, then we came together as a team and made sure we didn't make those mistakes again. Okay, and uh, at the end of the game, you got a wee uh, in, in a wee bit. Um, uh, no bad blood. Absolutely not. I don't think they liked it that I was finishing my hits, and and that's the way I play in Canada. It's rough and tough, and if they don't if they don't like that, then maybe they shouldn't be playing hockey. But there's no bad blood at all. Uh, and finally, um, there will be hopefully people that I've because I mentioned you were going on the podcast yeah. uh, listening to this. Anyone you want to give a shout out to in Canada or or. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big shout out to my mum and dad and my brother Mitch and my dad and granddad and uh, Garrett Dunlop, my line mate who was watching from Canada. Uh, he's, he's probably going to be struggling without me. No, I'm just kidding. But and all of my VIU teammates, uh, yeah, they're all they're all watching. So a big shout out to everyone there. Okay, well, thanks very much for that and good luck in university. Hey, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. And uh, so Nick, uh, um, you've obviously heard those uh, sound like pretty good guys. Yeah, uh, and this is what you're really wanting, like. Hey. Not to kind of go down the Herb Brooks kind of route and miracle, but if you're uh, if you're the GB coach and the GB staff looking at the guys that you're taking away, you're not necessarily looking always at the most skilled guys or the most talented guys. You want the right guys that fit in your system and and are gonna buy into what you're gonna try and do. At the end of the day, it's no use taking these superstar offensive talented players who aren't gonna be willing to back check and work hard because. We're realistic enough to know it's going to be a tough task out there in uh, in Russia. But in the same way, you need character. And I think this GB team's got that in abundance. 
Yeah, I, I have to say the guys are all they're all really welcoming. They're all really nice to you when you you go chat to them. You know, we're essentially you and I see ourselves as kind of celebrities in the BHA, but really we're we're amateur guys who just love the game. And the guys from GB they really appreciate someone coming to you know commentate on their game, to interview them, to chat to them. You know, and you know they they they're quite happy to to give up their time to to uh, to do these things. So. Yeah, I wish them all the best out there. I know they'll do us proud. Whatever the scorelines are, you know, if if they're on the the wrong side of something, we know that they've given their all, and that's all we can ask for. And uh, I'm sure that you know it's all development, and I'm sure they'll come away feeling like they've really uh, had a great time over there. And that's that's the main thing for me, is that these guys have a good time, and they make sure that these teams remember the time they played GB. That's all. That's all you can ask for. Now, uh, Nick. Um, We'll not dwell on GB too much because they're going to be, obviously, they're going away on the 26th of February. So have a nice flight, guys. Have a good uh, good time over there. And we'll see you when you come back in March. Um, but, Nick, we're, we're, in the mid, we're in the throes of a season at the moment. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting now. It's getting to that point where we're starting to see playoff pictures develop. Um, yeah, if you look at the, I was doing this the other day just out of interest. I hadn't managed to, what we're doing, uh, doing my university work and things like that. I hadn't managed to keep a, a normal finger on the pulse until the other day. I had a, had a bit of a scout round and looked at some of the divisions and saw what was going on. And there's a, there's a couple of interesting races hotting up, but there's quite a few which uh, got quite a few dead rubber games left in, or you could certainly look and say it's someone's to uh, just put the final icing touches on. Yeah, certainly. I, I totally agree with that. Um, just uh, before we go go through the divisions, like we we often we do from time to time in these sort of clear up pods uh, where we 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 go through divisions. Um, a big massive shout out to uh, Chase McCarthy who uh, this past well I think it was a couple of weeks ago um, reached a hundred career points in the BIHA. Um, to be fair, having seen him in first year, uh, he was always going to end up getting a hundred points in the BIHA. So. It's not a surprise to me, but it's a great achievement just the same. So well done to Chase McCarthy. You played against him a couple of times, Nick. You can maybe tell us a bit more about Chase. Um, well, I'd like to obviously congratulate him, and obviously um, my gift to him was at least the five points that he scored while I was on the ice when I played against him. So uh, <laughs> I'd like to feel I contributed in in my own little way to the achievement. But um, but no, like for for instance, as an example, something you might not be aware of, Rambo. This weekend I scored my two hundredth point. However. Um, a lot of my points were obviously scored in divisions that weren't Division 1, and I'm man enough to accept that and realise the magnitude of the achievement that he's got in terms of out of my 200, there might be 20 in Division 1. So um, it's great work from Chase and the St. Andrew boys and things like that, and I know certainly he's their folk hero and their leader, and uh, it's certainly, it is an achievement. It can't be denied or sniffed at in any way. It's... Uh, Division 1 is a tough division to score points in. C- certainly is. Now, just looking at Division 1, Nick, um, you talked about a couple of dead rubber matches. Um, Edinburgh at the moment, and uh, touch wood does I say this, but... Talk about the hot seat, like, it, just... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, Edinburgh, it's all in their hands now. I'm not going to pile on any more pressure than that, but it's it's all in their hands. Um, Nottingham have done them a favour, Uh Knocking off St Andrews in Nottingham. A massive favour. 
absolute huge favour. They can go. They they play two games against Manchester before they play St Andrews in the last game of the regular season. And if they pick up three points in the two games against Manchester, that's is it's all over. Um, that's it finished. I know that Sheffield have they've won five out of the seven they've played now. The uh, the sheets penned in, um, beating Sheffield seven two on Saturday night in a pretty good game. Had an excellent referee in the middle as well. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, Edinburgh. This could this be the first time they've been back to the the playoffs since uh, 2014. So big steps for them. So hopefully they. Uh, they, I'm hope for for their sake. Don't, hopefully they don't, don't make too. Don't jinx it, Rambo. Don't jinx yeah, it. I'll I'll shut up now. I'm waffling. Um, <laughs> I think you're quite enough. Yeah, I say I say quite enough. Um, obviously, just looking at this combined top point scorers for Division One, by the way, um, the North is like obviously the division where goals get scored because <laughs> there's nobody from the South in the top ten. I was, I was going to say... That's quite remarkable. <laughs> I, I, I thought by now Dave would have worked out a way to at least hard-code himself always in the top ten. <laughs> yeah. Or, if, or, even if it's just a glitch at the bottom, Dave Rogers, one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, South, the South still got is still pretty interested at the moment. Um, That's a tasty little... There's, there's some interesting games left down there in terms of it's not all not all over. Yeah, and and interestingly enough, it's not it's not Cardiff that are at the bottom of this division. It's it's uh, London at the moment um, that are that are rooted to the bottom of the division. Um, now that could all change because there's a couple of games left. There's a game left for London, a game left for Cardiff. I think they're London's to play Oxford still, and Cambridge is to play Cardiff. So, you know, th- there is a chance that could all change. But I w- I'm really surprised that. At London, only one out of four so far, uh, albeit one of them a, a forfeit loss, but still. I can, uh, I, can, I, I can tell you something. Like It's a good job Callie isn't the kind of guy to shout and swear. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just as well he's a perfectly laid-back uh, individual. Wow. Or... Yeah. yeah. Um, we lost you a bit there, Nick. Um, what were you saying? <laughs> Sorry. Just saying, good job. Uh, good job. Callie's a mild-mannered individual. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, going into checking too. Now you're talking about dead rubber. I think Leeds Griffin pretty much got yeah, their all one over, hand. All over about the shouting. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'd say I'm, it's really disappointing me about the Leeds Griffins team is this guy. Uh, what's his name? Hello. Josh. Josh Herter has went and taken. Has went and taken Michael Cannon off the top. I think it's Michael Cannon had that magnificent moustache. He was the right. top of the points. I'll and tell I, you what the disappointing thing is, is that Mr. Cannon now, because it's not November, has grown a full beard around that moustache. Oh, got it. I'm thinking we need to get in touch with him and maybe you should interview him for the pod and uh, you should uh, maybe throw him out there in terms of... Uh, maybe let's, let's do a little bit of a, a, a shave beforehand. Let's get the moustache back for Nationals. Yeah, did you just, did your microwave just ping? No, it's, uh, unfortunately it's the message notification on my laptop. <laughs> right, okay. Um, I, I thought maybe your, your, uh, your microwave just pinged there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would say, I'd say the North in, in Checking 2 is all but wrapped up, but 
Uh, South, there's still a bit to play for. Birmingham, as it stands, undefeated. Uh, Imperial at the top. Um, that could be an interesting one. I think they've still to play each other one more time, which would mean that essentially we come down to that as to who wins this division. Potentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, certainly Imperial, in terms of goal difference at the moment, are are looking pretty healthy, but it will come. It will, I suppose, come down to what happens with Birmingham and then uh, them at some point. Um, Which I think so, is yeah. interesting. We always said that that division was likely to be quite fruity in terms of we couldn't pick a winner, so it's it's good. It's what we want to see. We want to see these games mm. quite Absolutely, absolutely, and um, um, Birmingham Imperial, two teams that I you know have a lot of, a lot of time for. Um, it would it would be nice to see old man Zimmerman, uh, you know, in a playoff final. Yes, it would. Um, it'd be pretty sweet. Um, uh, you know, and you, we know how much we love Birmingham after what they've done at Nationals last year with their five players and all the rest of it. So, you know. However, there is like a small caveat that if they do make the playoff final, they do have to play with five players because otherwise we won't love them as much. Yeah, yeah, it takes the shine off it, I suppose. <laughs> if they, if they, uh, if they win it, um, what I, what I would say is, um, whoever whoever wins that, uh, good job, um, because it's it's quite tricky just having just you know these some of these games are so you're not playing for a wee while and then you're back playing again. So to maintain focus, it can be a little bit tricky. So um, good job to you guys uh, fighting at the top there. Um, moving in non-checking ranks, Manchester. That's that's a tasty division. The non-checking North. However, I have some information which uh, I'm, I'm a little bit happy about. Well, very happy about, actually. Um, so, how, do, how does that table currently stand? It's uh, At the moment, it's seven. Uh, seven played for uh, Manchester there at top with ten. You guys are second with nine. Um, Sheffield with five. Nottingham with three. And Leeds with three. Yeah, let me just double check which Manchester fixtures have been uploaded. Because I know this weekend that Leeds beat them. Oh, so there you go. That's that'll turn. That'll certainly turn things around. The, the goal difference, surprisingly, and they must have played a game where they got absolutely hammered because they. they oh um, yeah, he beat them fifteen nil. Right, because they're minus two, which is really unusual when you when you're five five and two in terms of record. So. Yep. So actually, Manchester are now played eight, so played out, um, and have ten points. And we have two games remaining and are on nine. So, basically, it's in our hands. Well, Nick, as, as a good journalist always once said to me, you can, it's better having the points and looking down than trying to f- make them up. So. Exactly. But the, <laughs> other, the other thing that that journalist said is, I'm no longer in net for that team, so they probably stand a better chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I am very proud of the fact that we've conceded the least goals in that division. Even with me playing in net for four of the games. That is actually mighty impressive. I just noticed that. 25, uh, next loss is 26, Sheffield. Leeds Leeds are actually looking like a pretty sound defensive team, just maybe can't find the goal because they've only conceded 28, but they've scored 21. Yeah. So. It gave Manchester a bit of a shellacking, though. That wasn't a close game. I think that was um, 11-5 or 11-3. So, I found the back of the <laughs> Some tasty goal scoring games, uh, one for the goal scorer. Now, I just, I had, I mentioned the North being the goal scoring, um, 
you know, side of the of the che- the, the check in, but look at the che- non non check in. Uh, Orlando Beckett, Zora Goblet, um, Matthew Baker, Alex Yavila, uh, Arnold Fabrega, Vincent Miller, Alexander Attack, and Mikevich Manko. That's eight out of the top ten are all in um, are all in the south. And yeah. five of those are from Southampton, three are from Kent. Yeah. There's nobody from any so, other teams. So there's an imbalance so, of power uh, in, the, in the South a little bit. So here's one for you, Rambo. Let me uh, let me quickly pull this up because uh, I noticed this. Um, where's my man, Mr. Pavel's Machevic Manko? So has he got 17 points correct on that list? That is correct. Games played, how many? One. Yes, correct. <laughs> That's outrageous. Oh dear. Me, me, me thinks he may have played game and thought, hmm. <laughs> Fair play to him, I suppose. Um, it's looking like Southampton are going to win that division because unless they make an awful mighty mess of things, Kent are uh, are behind them with um. With, I also believe they've already had both of their head-to-head games, so that doesn't yeah. really help either. Yeah, they've had both their head-to-head games. Kent obviously um, have been, I would, you know, they've normally won that division. But Southampton obviously coming into it this year have have got a slightly different roster, perhaps, and just, uh, just, a, little. just a little bit, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so that's that's the South. I think, as I say, it'd probably be probably look at possibly Southampton. Um, well, more than likely Southampton winning the South. And non-checking too. Bradford are finally, finally looking like they're gonna, they're gonna reach their potential in the, in the North in the non-checking because they're, uh, 7 from 7, 130, 130 goals for, uh, 12 goals against, 118 goal difference. It's not a bad start. Um, no. Obviously, the special teams coach will be particularly happy with the 100% penalty kill and 40% power play. That's what Coach Dibbs would have told me to look out for. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the head, you know, the ones with the north and the south and the same things. It doesn't have as many categories. Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's uh, looking like it's pretty much a foregone conclusion, that division, um, in terms of... I'm not sure if they've got Hull to play again. That could be... The only uh, difference maker. Oh, I don't believe so. Let me take. Oh, yes, they do. Sorry, in Bradford though. Yeah. So Hull are realistically the only team that can catch them now, um, with because Hull have only on, on this got they've got the what? Well, they played four games, so they've got the chance of catching them, but they would need to really score a ton of goals in every game, which is not undoable. But you know, it's uh, it, it's. Uh, Still going to be a tough ask for them because you know you, you you then know you've got to score all those goals. So um, yeah. it's not okay. it's not not easy. Um, Imperial Devils B uh, looking pretty handy at the top, but they've got they've got Oxford right behind them, and I think they've got to play each other as well um, twice. So that that could be Ooh. that could be quite a tasty. That's got like a lot. Of, it's got a lot of way to go. 
Um, in fact, when did they, they play each other? Well, they played each other on Saturday, so I don't know what the result was on Saturday. And then they play each other on Sunday, so that should be pretty interesting. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much that division. As I say, it'll come down to those two games against each other, essentially, and then other teams are all vying for for position. Um, and then into the north, Division 3 north. First time we've had a Division 3 north in non-check-in. Um, we used to have a Division 3 north in check-in, I think, at one point. I think yeah, we had, I I, a little I, bit of time, but I definitely remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Like, you know, um, the north had, the north always had more check-in teams uh, than the south. Um, and then uh, into... I think this is another one that's pretty pretty much all said and done, but uh, Northern Mavericks D, 8 points out of 8. Um, only Sheffield B really can catch them. Last yeah. last game of the season is uh, Sheffield have to go to Nottingham. Yeah. Can so, they get yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, you never know, stranger things have happened. Um, I can't see, I mean, I can't see Nottingham losing to with the greatest respect to Newcastle with the record and stuff the way it is, I can't see Nottingham losing to Newcastle at home, certainly. Um, or Sheffield losing to Newcastle at home. So, I think it is going to come down to that game against each other um, on the 17th of March. St Paddy's Day, a big St Paddy's Day barnstormer in the in National Ice Centre for the, the Division 3 North title. So I'm sure I've heard it's a sellout. I'm I'm pretty sure the allocated tickets they're probably you know plus two hundred percent like oversold it because there's zero allocated tickets and they've got like you know at least twenty people coming so be like two thousand percent. I don't know if the rest of the Mavs roster turned up that'd feel like a section surely. Speaking of the Mavs, think about the I mean if we think about the Mavs. For a second, they just you know segue because largely because my computer's taking ages to load up um, the south. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Mavs had their battle of knots um, game recently, which is essentially like you know like in the r- rugby used to do Scotland Day against England Saxons and stuff. So it's essentially that level. Um, you know you're not in the you're not in the actual varsity team, but you're in the sort of the B varsity team, the, or the you know the second the second varsity team, and they they got like two thousand people there or something. So it's hockey, crazy. it's it's crazy, and and not Nottingham and Sheffield really do have a big market. They're a big market couple of teams in well, big are, market hockey places. They're in yeah, they're in the two hockey towns in the UK, really, arguably. Yeah, yeah, they certainly are, and uh, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, I, they're certainly the two they're. The Panthers and Steelers are two teams I'll never support, but they they've got a lot to thank, got a lot to thank them for for the uh, for the what they've done for hockey in terms of promoting it and and really that's why Nottingham and Sheffield can run these successful events. Um, you know, uh, it's up there. Um, Nick, the, my computer's just decided it's not well, not the South, so maybe you can tell us what's going on in the South. Who's who's looking good there? Hold on, mine's doing the same. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's just been an absolute nightmare here. Um, for, <laughs> it just doesn't like the south. It keeps going. 
there's two people on the website at once. It's just it's overloaded. Yeah, it's it's overloaded. The website is there. <laughs> um, so we'll, we will get to the south. Um, I'm sure. Even if we have to walk there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm just promised promise the viewers it's not going to take eight seasons to get there. Yeah. Ah, oh, see what you mean. See what you mean. Eight seasons to get to the south. Um. <laughs> Speaking of well, that, Nationals is going to be. I'm so stoked for Nationals. We've got so much stuff to talk about. Oh yeah, I know. I know Game of Thrones is back as well. I didn't have Game of Thrones to talk about last season. Um, Game, of, because of, Game of Thrones is like pretty sure the Avengers kicks off halfway through. Like, yeah. Um, Captain Marvel's going to be out in March, so we'll have that to reflect on. Okay, so Coventry and Warwick Panthers B top the league, six and one. Uh, followed by London, who are five and ooh, this is an interesting league. So Coventry sit, currently sit top on twelve points, six and one. Mm-hmm. London Dragons C and UEA both sit five and zero oh below them. With very oh, ooh, this is a this is a healthy goal difference league. Yeah, plus ninety four, plus forty nine, plus forty five, plus twenty seven. <laughs> Minus hundred forty seven. Do you know, it is, it, you know, we, we're having a bit of a giggle about that, but it really, the, uh, what do we call it, the, the, uh, the UCL Avalanche team, um, they are keen to, like, they're keen, they go to all their games, they don't pull out of games, they just get stuck in, and what will be will be, and good for them, because, um, you know, it's not easy being on that side of a scoreline too often. No. I full full credit to those guys. That's that takes some uh, takes some do. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think that is that's the best. That, actually, that's the tastiest division left now. Yeah, because that's that's a, that's a three way shootout. Yeah, so we don't know what happened with Coventry and UEA um, this weekend. Um, they had a bit of a uh, they've they played this weekend. Uh, Oxford played London based on previous results. I assume London maybe picked up the win in that one, but we'll not know. Um, and Coventry then played London the week after. Oxford played Birmingham. That's kind of a dead rubber in terms of where those teams stand. London, 2nd of March, London against Coventry. Then Birmingham C host UEA. UEA then ha- host London. London then host UEA two days later. That's the weekend that could really decide this division. Division if it, if unless Coventry get far enough in front with the games they've got, you know, if both those teams could go into that weekend undefeated, and essentially it will it will come down to a shootout between those two. I tell you, it's like someone scheduled scheduled this deliberately. <laughs> Ah well, it balances it out for some of the other fixture uh, fixture wombles that have come along. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean this uh, that's that's a division. So I mean we're going to have five playoff games to squeeze in in April now as well. Yeah, it's going to be tight, but we'll uh, we'll persevere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. I, uh, we'll we'll get there. I mean, all all teams. I I love the playoff games. Um. I love nationals, but. I, I, I do particularly like the playoff games as well. You know, 
teams feel each other out for that first period a little bit, and then so second, third, it gets a bit more, you know, a bit more tasty. Oh, hell, the sense. Yeah, it's just it's 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 really good fun, and I'm I'm looking forward to just the whole the whole I'm, thing this year. I'm really looking forward to. There's some pretty high power offensive teams that have obviously shellacked their way through their divisions. That when they play against another high 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 power offensive team, we're obviously guaranteed like a one nil game. Well, that <laughs> what you got to remember in actual nationals as well is you're going to have um, a less time to to you know get your offense going. So you need to be good enough to make sure you don't start slow and concede as well because. It, it is easy to try and just kill off games in in uh, it, well it's not easy but it's it's easier than a normal game to just try and defend the lead than it is in, in you know in your full games um you know like the playoff games so but some of these playoff games could either be you know they could finish like 15 13 and stuff like that at which i hope they do imagine commentating that commentating on that's going to be a great one you hey, lose your voice <laughs> so yeah and uh, Nationals folks if you've not done it already get yourselves entered a few clubs haven't entered yet I can tell um, so you know I, I can see the entries at the moment looking pretty healthy in the non-checking side um, still a couple of clubs still, still a wee bit of time to go but obviously with those clubs that are teetering on the edge of either playing on you know, one weekend or the other it would be better for, for them if you got your entries in, you know, then you can find out. Then you can find out. The quicker we get the entries basically in, the better, because then we can sort of. When somebody says to me, "Am I going to be playing on that weekend or that weekend?" I can say, "Yeah, you're going to be playing on that weekend." So it's all good. And also, okay. when people people keep asking what the schedule is, um, we could probably release the schedule if as soon as we got the weekend, so to some extent, so. As soon as yeah. you get it entered, guys, like, get on with it. Mm-hmm. How about you help us to help you? Exactly. Exactly. I, good to see good to see another uh, another women's team that didn't compete um, last year entering the women's nationals in Cambridge. Um I think uh, we've got another couple of teams interested um who are hopefully coming into that as well, so Let's all go. Uh, and the big Easter weekend, we're going to have women's and tier one at the same weekend. That's going to be a first and uh, and interesting. Um, Steel Queen's coming down for two nationals, two weekends apart. That's going to be equally as Does interesting. Be, you're going to need two very distinct outfits. Two, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to have to get. I'm going to have to get like a new kilt or something. Does that mean uh, you? go like, I don't know, steal the costume or steal the uh, work attire of not only the Morrison's checkout man uh, for the dairy counter, but also like, I don't know, maybe Sainsbury's or someone. I've, I've not got that hat anymore. Um, I bring back that hat. What, my trophy? That hat was Nationals MVP. <laughs> yeah, I lost my I lost my flat cap though at oh, Nationals. What? Yeah, my flat cap went walkabout at Nationals last year. I don't know where I left it. Um, but it was too hot to wear up the stairs, so I think I left it, like... I must have left it up the stairs and, or dropped it or something. Yeah, key area. Yeah. Mate, yeah you so, know what? That'll go for me to get you a new one. 
Yeah, possibly. Or like a just a, a wanted ad, and people can sort of they can you know post share it all around Facebook and find it. <laughs> yeah, you know how you have, have those like spotted university pages where people go around like putting up random stuff they found around campus. You yeah. Never spotted Rambo's Hat Nationals. <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly. Now, um, Nick, before we before we, we, we obviously we're always getting off topic, so that's not like a unusual thing, but um. You were going to come back to something to do with the live stream. Um, so before we go into our sort of off-topic uh, other content section, let's uh, let's let, let's spill the beans. What, what's what's the news? So what I what I did come across when I was looking at Wugs is actually I was looking at an article about obviously um, I think they were talking about ice hockey in the UK or they were talking about. Um, I can't remember whatever they were going on about, but either way, they got onto the topic of Bandy. Mm-hmm. In which case, have you uh, have you come across Bandy before? I'm aware of Bandy. Yes, I've I've got Scandinavian people that play play for my team as well. So, in which case, uh, are you aware that Bandy is in Wolves this year? I am. I I I think we need to get we we should have gone and commented on that. That looks insane. Yeah, and uh, what I didn't know, and you may not have known, is that for the first time ever. Great Britain competed in the Bandy World Cup this year. Really? Wow, that's a bit like competing like the Quidditch World Cup, surely. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they trained. I think they trained at various ice rinks. Um, but obviously the ice rinks aren't as big as a, like proper Bandy. Like I don't know what you call it, Bandy rink, I guess. Um, so that yeah, they went and played and they they didn't do too badly actually. I can't remember the exact result, but I think they. Like, they were in the B World Championships, so for obvious reasons, they're not going to be in the A1 against, like, Sweden and Russia and stuff um, when they first start out. But they, um, I think they got to, like, the final of the B1 or something, or or something like that, and they, they lost to Estonia or somebody. So, yeah, check out check out the Bandy in the UK thing. Um, and certainly, I would I would have loved to commentate on some, some Bandy action. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure it's similar to hockey, but I think the goals are bigger, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so, apparently, so apparently the rink's like three times the size of like an NHL rink, so a fairly decent size rink. Uh, the nets look like basically five-side football nets, and then obviously the it's like a small ball, isn't it? And a and a smaller, like more rounded stick, which that looks insane. Looks great for. Yeah, and I, th- I think as well, if I'm correct, that proper bandy skates are something like in between. Ice hockey, like player skates and ice hockey goalie skates with the blade length, because you don't need to turn quite as sharply necessarily, because of the size, you've got longer blades because longer blades would make you go faster in a straight line. Which is I why speed skaters have massively long blades. Should we, um, should we get Dave some bandy skates? Yeah, but then he wouldn't be able to turn, so. That's fine. If you watch, if you watch Dave, we'll re- you'll appreciate the fact that turning's not part of Dave's game. Straight, <laughs> line, play, straight lines, north, south, east, west. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, we'll see what we'll see what Dave says to that if he uh, <laughs> when we that, get the chance to speak to him. That's me getting an angry WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Nick, um, before we go on to, again, before we go on to our content dump, we've got a new feature for the pod. 
This isn't like a proper feature. I don't know if it'll get its own jingle and stuff. If anyone wants to make a jingle and send it to us, then oh, great. But this is uh, this is our new feature. This is um, with our own J- Joe stating in mind. Uh, this is stating the obvious. Um, so this week on stating the obvious, Joe had this to say: Healthy eating is like normal eating, only healthier. And there we are. We don't know actually know what Joe said there. We this is a surprise for us when we listen back to the pod. It's our little Easter egg. So. Um, we won't actually comment on it because we'll probably be miles out of context depending on what Joe's, Joe's told us what infinite wisdom he just imparted on you um, <laughs> so um, Nick uh, content what, what, have, what have you been doing I mean we, we play a lot of hockey but what are you Netflix, music um, I, I, I don't know what, what, what sort of stuff have you been uh Look at watching, downloading, listening to, um, of late. Um, oh, that's an interesting question. Um, you know, I'm going to flip that round and you go first while I quickly think. Well, I've I've gotten into this uh, this uh, show on Netflix called The Good Place. Um, I'm sure many of you have heard of it. Uh, I really recommend it if you've got Netflix and you haven't watched it yet. Um, stars uh, Kristen Bell and um. Uh, Ted Danzig, uh, and it's uh, it's basically um, kind of theological comedy about um, the good place being heaven um, and all that sort of thing. So that's uh, it's one thing I've been watching. I've been uh, trying to catch up and finish Sons of Anarchy because I'd never seen it. Um, so that's another thing I've been I've been watching. Um, yeah, and uh, went to the pictures recently and watched Glass, which was utterly bizarre, but I couldn't stop watching it for some reason. So if you've seen Split and Unbreakable, then it's maybe worth going to watch. If you haven't, don't go and watch it, because it'll be absolutely garbage if you haven't seen the other two. Um, and uh, music-wise, being in a lot of stuff, um, but I think my, my favourite band at the moment I've been going back to all the time is Hailstorm, which is... Uh, it's like a sort of heavy metal rock band. The uh, lead singer, uh, female lead singer, who's got a hell of a voice. Mix it up between sort of rock and this more sort of like you know falsetto style. It's really really good stuff. So I that's where he is, Rambo. That guy, I I, I, I used to listen to those guys. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got Apple Music now, so it's just like a press create station in any. Anything comes up in the car. The other day, I done Great Station with a band, like a rock band, and ended up with some hip-hop that I liked, which was really weird for Apple to do that, so. <laughs> uh, so but yes, to, so to answer your question, so now I've got a bit more time to think, um, obviously, trying to catch up on TV and things like that, the, the thing is, I, I never tend to like watch TV live when things are on. Every, like Literally, my Sky Plus box is on overload in terms of recording stuff all the time. So then it comes round to when I get time to catch up on things. One of the things I haven't caught up on, which obviously I've heard great reviews about, is Killing Eve, which was on BBC before Christmas. Um, or it was on uh, BBC iPlayer or whatever. So I need to catch up on that because there's a Series 2 coming out and I'm fed up with people at work trying to talk about it but not trying to talk about it because I haven't watched it. So um, there's that. Obviously we had little little uh, divulge earlier into Game of Thrones. Um, keep coming across episodes of that and thinking... Do I attempt to try and binge watch every single uh, episode before we start? Mm, it's a dangerous game. Um, no, but other than that, like music-wise, like I'm a pretty uh, 
relaxed guy, go through different things, and depends what kind of mood I'm in, really. It can go from uh, anything from, as you've just said, some quite heavy metal uh, all the way down to a little bit of country and western. Um, so, other than that, cinema, eh, obviously, as you, as you know, Rambo, I work quite heavily in the cinema trade, so um tend to just try and stay away from it when I can. But um, but no, I went to go and see the Lego movie the other day with the rest of the um, five-year-olds in uh, in Newcastle. Thankfully, I wasn't there by myself because obviously that um, people begin to talk. Uh, but no, that was, that was pretty good. Uh, an enjoyable watch if anyone's got any uh, any time out there and believes that everything may or may not be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I tried to convince uh, Fiona we should go watch the Lego movie the other day. She was not having it. Um, <laughs> uh, and... Uh, yeah, you know what I'm looking forward to coming out as well. Um, I know that this isn't about content we're consuming, but um, uh, fighting with my family. Ah, um, yeah, trailer for that. That looked good. Yeah, it's it's about um, Paige, who's from England. Can't remember exactly where she is from England, but she uh, she's she's in the WWE now, though she's injured, so I think she's finished wrestling. Um, but she, uh, it's about a sort of biopic of her her. Uh, getting into wrestling with her brother and uh, her mum and dad are both professional wrestlers. It's got the rock in it, so you can't go wrong. Uh, that's that's my opinion on any any uh, content. that If it has a rock in it, you, you can't really go wrong. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that as well. So, I'm guessing you've uh, seen the trailer for the, the Hobbs Shaw little uh, spin-off. I have seen the trailer for that and I'm absolutely... Absolutely looking forward to that more, probably more than even uh, Marvel, the the two Marvel films that are coming out. <laughs> wow. uh, no, that's uh, that's going to probably have some ridiculous uh, shenanigans. I think is the best way to describe it. Can, can anything be more ridiculous than the uh, the rock bicep curling uh, cast off his arm? <laughs> that's all I oh, remember. Well, that's real. That's real. <laughs> That's brilliant stuff, but um, yeah, folks. Uh, I think we've we've probably uh, talked enough for one one pod. But um, thanks for listening to us, and uh, we will be back for. We're not going to be doing as many pods, perhaps, as we did in March last year, because I know that Dave's got a lot on as well, and Nick and I are both pretty rammed at work and stuff too. Um, but we will be back doing our, our uh, power rankings. We might try and do those on Facebook Live again. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll be back in time to preview nationals and some of the varsity games and things like that. So if you've got any anything you want to send us, any uh, tidbits you want us to, to put on the pod, you want to come on the pod, get in touch with us. Um, you can just tweet me at, at Ramboliwa or you can you can email um, the the main BHA email address or my email address richard.gray at bha.org.uk um, and we can get you on for an interview uh, so yeah uh, we should try a live guest that would be pretty good actually I'd like, quite like a live guest but I have no idea how can we do that on Facebook I'm more thinking like if we did a live guest we'd probably just get someone on Skype with us and then we'd boot them out of the conversation yeah that might work. Yeah, we could do. We could do that. We could get someone on. Like so a radio. We'll yeah, uh, we. Well, the only thing is, we'd need to broadcast live for it to be a live guest, wouldn't we? Uh, true. True. Mm. <laughs> we need I to work out how to do that first before we were able to do. It. <laughs> what we need to do first is do like the live show, like the rugby pod. 
So, like, we just get some bar in Sheffield. Um, bunch of people buy tickets that goes to the Nick and Ramble Retirement Fund. Um, Coming gets, soon from everyone thought. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then folk turn up and uh, throw questions at us and we, you know, we get somebody on the stage to uh, chop a pint. I mean, hey. uh, an, an energy drink, I'm sorry, and because uh, we're athletes. Um, you know, so, yeah, I mean, that, I think that's maybe the first step in stone before we, we go full gun into yeah. actually having streamed live pods. <laughs> I, I can remember um, the charity tournament I played out in Canada. Like, one of the new things that they did this year is obviously they got their excellent NHL alumni and they had, like, an hour where people were eating dinner, but they did... Um, they called it the roast, where basically so they had them all up at the front on these desks, uh, on these tables, and obviously the uh, the compare and the host was uh, tasked with obviously setting them against each other in terms of let's see what uh, what chirps and what uh, what good stories they could get out of each other, which uh, that got pretty interesting. So not that me versus you story wise like that's really going to go anywhere, but I don't know. We could we can we can work on it. I'm sure Bill has got some deep dark past that we can uh, reveal <laughs> the rest of the Galactic Empire. <laughs> I'm sure not played it yet much. <laughs> However, I haven't, I haven't seen Emperor Palpatine and Andrew Miller in the same room before. Yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> Remember, he listens to all these pods. Uh, just you know, and he's kind of the boss. So, um, we, 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 everything we say here, Andy, we don't mean it. I do. I don't, did that sound sincere? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we really better go, and uh, thanks for listening this week. Um, have uh, a good time, good hockey, and uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Cheers. Bye, guys.